welcome to Go and Eat, a wrestling podcast. I have Lit Nick here from the ATL. What is up, everyone? I'm back. Right. Graduated and working Graduated in Atlanta. I'm working. I'm working, man. Working man. Okay. We have had a huge week in pro wrestling. I'm, we are going to touch on AEW a little bit because I think it's vital to what's going on in wrestling and because we're only doing one show this week. I feel like... We need to at least touch on it. Hit all our bases. And then we'll touch on the Elimination Chamber because I did not feel that the two wrestling shows done by the WWE on television this week really warrant too much. They were go-home-ish type things. The only thing really important, Sami Zayn beat Shinsuke Nakamura for a title. Woo! And it was really, it kind of took you back to Sami NXT almost. When he was formidable. He has proven his clowndom in a way which they can hand him anything, and he's been rewarded with a belt. There you go. Now they'll probably put it on Johnny Knoxville. (laughs) Okay, so quickly, check us out at the Daily Smart. Check us out at Spotify, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, Bullhorn. Give us as many stars as you would like. Rate us as well as you can. If you have comments, feel free to comment there or hit us up at Twitter at GoHomeHeat1. Just remember that we're always 10 stars in the Tokyo Dome, ladies and gentlemen. That is 10 out of 5 stars in the Tokyo Dome. Correct. The key thing to me about AEW this week as we get into the talk of Cody Rhodes says he's leaving. Holy cow. Nobody saw that coming. We don't even, here we are four or five days later and everybody thinks it's a work at this point because he didn't show up in Saudi because Kenny said something. Yeah, like, oh yeah, he's going to, yeah, he's going to Saudi or something. You know, we wish him the best in his future endeavors and something like that. Every day something leaks out. Kenny had this thing where, hey, he was the one who wanted to pick a fight with WWE, not us. Interesting commentary for a guy who is supposedly leaving to sign with WWE. He may be going to, the Kenny thing made everybody think it's a work. Especially when Cody's not on the show this afternoon. Now, if we are past Cody and he will be negotiating with, who knows, Braun Strowman and EC3 supposedly have a company coming out with a TV deal is imminent. Yeah, I heard about that. That's wild. We have Impact is doing really great work right now. New Japan could probably use a star. Anybody could use Cody right now. Let's face it. Vince is salivating at the concept of getting the guy who Cody-verse? Are you kidding me? Well, the guy who chose to run him to to run him down to some degree. I always thought Cody did not take as many shots as Vince as he did at just being honest about Hunter and about the fact that he went to Hunter and said, "I think I can do more." And Hunter said, "We kind of like where you're at." Mm-hmm. And he said, "Hey, I'm gonna go bet on me somewhere." That turns into what we know is an as a incredible history of wrestling change. Gets with Tony Khan, they create this thing. Supposedly, Tony and he have. An issue when the contract comes up, the EVP status, creative control, supposedly those things are in jeopardy. Tony's not going to do that. We'd heard that Tony went and controlled booking completely not that long after they started. Tony seems to like being in control. Mm -hmm. It is his money. Cody, again, and I will say this for Cody Rhodes, if he did leave, people are killing him for it. Mm -hmm. There is nobody in the world. That has bet on himself, like Cody Rhodes has bet on himself in his career. Oh, all the time. All the time. I'll take me, no matter what the odds. Give him credit for that. Regardless of whether or not you think, well, why did he shoot his mouth off about WWE? Well, if you were him, and you thought you were business partners with somebody, and suddenly you realize you're not, 
You realize you're an employee, and it happens to every everybody that has somebody that's above them. Yeah. The trick is to make them think we're a team. And I'm not criticizing we're it because family. it works. <laughs> right? We're a family. But if, what we've seen with Big Swole, what we've seen with Cody, what we've seen with a few of the things leaking out, Brian Cage, it's a business. And let me let you in on something. When millions of dollars are, are at stake, it's always going to be a business. Yes, there can be a family vibe. Yes, the vast majority can be happy. Yeah. But... We it's got to still make money. A business. And I can't wait to get into this more. We're going to get more into all of that when we find out what really happens with Cody because I don't want to waste all my time on this. And it turned out it was a work. <laughs> I will just say this. This is a, a interesting spinoff of the Cody verse if this is the case. After Cody broke the Triple H style throne, after Cody has kind of alluded to what he has alluded to with Triple H, those people that think that Nick Khan doesn't like Hunter have got more fuel to their fire as he goes and signs the guy that took the shots at him. <laughs> right? That, that, uh, ooh. <laughs> and if now, he puts him in NXT, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> right. But now, let's think about this. How does Tony react at first show AC after Cody? <laughs> are we are we doing BC and AC? He starts with Punk. <laughs> Yes. Before Cody left and after Cody. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, Nick. Oh. Punk is sitting Indian style. He he proclaims that he's going to have a dog collar ma- match with MJF. The promo's fine. It's good, whatever. Yeah. They mentioned Cody. Mm-hmm. The last time we had one was Cody and Brody Lee. Yes. And so they're not shying away from Cody. Late Later on in the show, he booked it like he booked every match. The only difference was 20, 25 minutes of it wasn't dedicated to the Cody-verse. And I'm not knocking the Cody-verse. I'm establishing what he did. Also, the rumors, backstage, theory, whatever we're reporting. Quote, unquote. People are happy he's gone. Even if you like the guy. If 25 minutes are freed up on the television show when you only get three yeah, hours a week. Yeah, be more happy about it. <laughs> everybody's got a shot at those hours and those minutes now. And, and, and you look at what they booked. Thunder Rosa Martinez, fantastic. That's not the point. The point is they booked a match and they let it stretch out. The women wrestled for a while. Moriarty wrestled Danielson. It was magnificent. Danielson is the best wrestler in the world. He got anointed that by the... Brian Danielson Technical Award. He got his own <laughs> award, right? Great for him, and he showcased that here. Moriarty showcased he's a star coming up. Santana and Ortiz get freed from the inner circle as they beat Jericho. How wonderful. Wardlow beats up Matt Caster and winds up going into a ladder match now. Keith Lee's going to be in the ladder match. The main event, you've got Allen versus Guevara. It's fantastic. Allen's going to kill himself one day, but I appreciate him on the way out. <laughs> You know, it's it's all wonderful. You have this schmodge at the end. You wind up having, you know, Paige versus Paige and Cole get kind of eye to eye and talk smack to each other mm-hmm. as we're going into a Paige Cole program, which will be great. Then he books Dark Order versus Cole. Cole has to struggle, but he pulls it out at, on Rampage. Powerhouse Hobbs makes pretty quick work of Martin. He's entering a ladder match. Serena Deeb does her five in the challenge. It works. Uh, Trent Beretta versus Jay White. Jay does what he does. He showcases who he can be without the shenanigans he's forced to deal with when he's in Bullet Club in Japan. Mm-hmm. All Tony did was he went out there and booked exciting shows. Here's how I'm reacting to all the mess. 
By not addressing it and giving people what they want, essentially. Straight ahead. Move forward. We're going straight ahead and we're kicking ass. Mm-hmm. And they did it. It was one of these were great shows he put out this week without dipping into any kind of silliness. Fantastic. They didn't take any shots at anybody. They mentioned Cody like he'd been there and worked there. No problem. Not an issue. And I, I love the way they did that. Now let's get into the WWE because Cody Rhodes is supposed to be here. Cody's supposed to be here. And you know how they tease you with Cody's supposed to be here? I do. Because pre-show we have Mike the Miz versus Rey Mysterio. And who cares about the match? Why? Because the Miz loses and he says, if I'm going to take on these two guys, I got to go make a phone call. <gasps> Is he calling Cody Rhodes? Oh, no. <laughs> Is he calling Cody Rhodes? Is he? John Morrison hasn't been signed yet. Maybe he's calling John Morrison and they brought him back. He, after everything, considering, I highly doubt that. <laughs> because if Ty Valkyrie has any, has, has any like, say in that household, he ain't going back there. She is, right. She, she is done with that company. But and, you know who it's going to be. Yeah, it's, well, Jake Paul. What's, oh. <laughs> right? That's what they teased us with. Is that, is they that, teased us with Cody. Cody ain't getting in a tag team match for WrestleMania. <laughs> they ain't get, if they're giving that man... Okay, they just gave Kevin Owens reportedly, I think, $3 million. Mm-hmm. If he's leaving his own company, or what he thinks is his own company, he's probably getting more than that, right? Mm-hmm. They ain't giving him $3 million to come over here and wrestle on Tag Team Matt. But he can also promote his own like uh, reality show with the Mrs. reality show. Think about it like so that. So good. Think about that. Miss and Mrs. An hour. Miss and Mrs. and grows to the top. At the crossover we've been waiting oh. for. <laughs> the Codyverse expands. Oh my gosh. That's Into right. the Mizverse, too. <laughs> crossover. I don't even know what to go with that. It feels kind of like Ghostbusters where you don't want to cross, don't cross the streams. <laughs> right. well, we're doing it anyway. <laughs> Doesn't it feel like that, though? Let's run from that. The main show. Pardon me. Roman Reigns Goldberg. What did you think? What did I think? I think it ended exactly the way it needed to. I, considering most Goldberg matches recently, it was surprisingly longer than I thought it was going to be, but also not as not longer than I was fearing it was going to be. If that makes any sense, it hit the sweet spot. I felt like it was booked perfectly. I wanted Roman to walk out there, spear him, and be done. One move, like Goldberg's done so many people. Yes, I understand you can't do that. This doesn't mean like the fiend, right? <laughs> right, Run. but. Goldberg had his moments. He hit a couple of he hit a couple of spears when he went for the when he went, when he went for the jackhammer. You had Roman choke him out, and put him to sleep. Yes, perfect. Goldberg, I don't think had ever been put to sleep before. He'd never been submitted, so you have that cool way to finish it. Yes, Roman endures this thing. Roman has now retained his title against everyone who's ever been the Universal Champion. Who can possibly stop him now? Seth looked at him with something like, hey, hold on now. I got the win there. I might have been sound asleep, but I got the win. He got disqualified. He didn't beat me. Okay. Ripley, Bianca, Dewdrop, Liv Morgan, Nikki Ash, Bliss in a, believe it or not, chamber match in Saudi. And I thought the match was, I thought it was the match of the night. It was spectacular. You thought so too? Yes, absolutely. That was great. Everybody got to have their moments, which is the key to these things, right? The Liv Sunset Bomb on Dewdrop to pin her Ooh. was spectacular. And then you had the uh, Twisted Bliss to pin Liv. And then you had the accidental DDT as Bel Air runs straight, straight through Bliss 
And then we get the knocks her on her head. The, the kiss of death. Yes, it was beautiful. Ripley's head Ripley hits the ground and, because Bliss and Bianca was, were the standouts that entire match, which is not a surprise considering the gauntlet that we saw prior with Rhea. Right. Correct. Correct. And also, Belair's job was to clean it up. She was Brock Lesnar, and we'll get to Brock. But she was Brock Lesnar. Everybody else's job tonight was to perform. Her job was to clean it up. And she did that. She got to do the offensive move on one. She turned around. She put away Liv. Liv had a couple of cool little roll-ups. Reminded you that before she developed the ability to summon fire, she was <laughs> a good little Bliss, wrestler. Yeah, you're right. Right? Yeah, because like it was something I was I was noticing when I was watching uh, Alexa. You know, you forget she can wrestle when you don't let her actually do the thing that she's hired to do. Because she's been mainly doing <laughs> magic and sitting in the corner doing spooky things with, with spooky Ronald McDonald. I love the fiend to be clear, but I'm just saying. Gotten all this distance into this thing, and you know what we haven't had yet? Oh, we not had yet shenanigans. You know, you're right. And you know what we start this match off with next? What's the next match? A person with their hand tied behind their back. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> we factor in shenanigans I, to I, start with. Okay. So everyone knows, I didn't know that this was a stipulation. Going in. <laughs> I was coming in blind. I've been working like a dog, like loving my work ever in Atlanta, but working myself. <laughs> Said, I, I, you know, I'm going to come watch some wrestling after a little bit. I don't like going blind. I watched my, why, why is Rhonda tying her hands? <laughs> What's there a rope? With her hand on her on her side, <laughs> it was <laughs> it was a lot to take in. Now I thought that Charlotte and Deville did a good job of twirling make, their mustaches and being evil and making this seem as good as it could seem. I, Rhonda looked as legitimate as you can look. She was throwing people with one arm. It, it she showed you she could do that the other day. Yes, when she flipped Deville, but here she gets the finish. But I did think the star of the match was Naomi, and I think the star of SmackDown has been Naomi besides Roman recently because even though they have tried to, they have beaten this Deville Naomi thing like a dead horse. Yes, they have beaten it. To de- it's it's over. We can move on from it. It looks as if I hate to say it, with Ronda getting the this submission isn't here, the end. Yes. It's not the end because they don't have anything for Naomi because Ronda's wrestling Charlotte, Bianca wrestling whomever wins this match. We're going to talk about later. Now, speaking of shenanigans, though, we do get Madcap Moss testing the extremes of a neck. <laughs> and Drew McIntyre testing how patient he can be with the sword. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this was Drew versus Madcap Moss. And I told him, I said, this is so crazy to me because it's a it's a false count anywhere or whatever, no DQ something. And I know my WWE uh, Dick, Dick Tracy Dakota ring tells me to go to watch was it a watch or a ring i can't remember i think it was a ring but there's gonna be watch but i think they only give us the rings because like you know it's supposed to be the wwe ring so it's supposed to like kind of do like a flip around we'll slide into it yes. maybe we can get a crossover promotion there with the watch right so this watch i think belongs madcap to anyway. loses this match we'll get to kind of a little bit that means baron's probably going to be wrestling drew at mania yeah, yeah we're getting it's building to a drew versus corbin for mania so that way we can have drew do something and corbin do something and i'm supposed to believe something different could happen when baron got to help madcap this whole match if he felt like it yeah you, you and drew think, gets to use a sword okay here's the thing baron love love me but some baron love me some baron or happy he's not a king he's not a baron he's just happy now he's a peasant my man used a chair on him and, and, I'm, and I'm telling him, like, if this is a false count anywhere, nothing matters. At this point, dude, 
Just help him pin the guy. Like pull a gun. <laughs> there was a moment there where it looked like where it looked like Drew was down, and only Madcap got on him. Why not jump on top? Yeah, nothing matters. And mm-hmm. while he's here's another thing. While he's holding him down, why can't you just keep kicking him? Yeah, till he's asleep. Drew is throwing Madcap, and somehow he manages. I think Madcap on his own planted his head right in the middle of the ring. And I think we checked on him for a second, and he got up and started moving around. Mm-hmm. We, being the referee, and Drew chased Corbin around just enough to make sure he's all right. Yes. And then, once we found out he was all right, we decided to test test exactly how all right he was as we pummeled the poor boy. And we uh, dropped him on his neck. Again, <laughs> I mean, and again, and again. And, of course, the finish is a, a classic WWE no shenanigans finish as Corbin tries to help and Drew swings a sword. Picks up sword. Goes for the head like he's the Highlander. <laughs> like, Cor- that wasn't even an actual murder, if that was correct. Corbin slides out of the ring, and then Ma- Madcap catches... Gets up. Go ahead. He gets up, dazed, and then Drew, threateningly, is doing the three, two, one, has his sword, points it like he's about to joust him. <laughs> like, like this is a battle to the death now. Uh, then charges at him, and it's lucky that his legs are longer than that sword because. <laughs> and he ran at him, and like you told him not to run with scissors. That man ran with a sword, <laughs> right? Right. You've been told all your life, don't run with scissors. A and sword? here we are running around with a sword. A sword doesn't have two blades. One blade. What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? Okay, moving along. Lita, Becky. We have two people. Becky's a well on her way to being a legend. She's probably the only female that's ever been the number one popular wrestler in the world. Yes. And she's wrestling Lita, who opened up a door that Becky charged through years later. Indeed. And we have this this dream matchup, and these things always suck. Typically, and, yeah, because like the older one typically doesn't have... Can't still do it. Can't still do it, but the younger one's like, let me hit the hits. Like, I, I mean, you can hit my hits. I can't. This was great. Yeah, th- this is not that case. There were some moments early on you thought the mic might be a little too yeah, loud. Yeah, you hear Becky go like, like, swing at me. He goes, Whoo. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, she did. Right. <laughs> Correct. But I thought the match was great. I thought they told a good story. I thought Lita managed to survive as long as she could. She manages to hit her finisher. Yeah. And yeah, great. And then we have Becky kick out. And then when she gets the manhandle slam, the manhandle slam, when she slams Lita down, she manages to fall right on top of her. No other motions are needed. Exhaustion. One, two, three. Now we have this fantastic matchup with the Usos and the Viking Raiders. Yes, it was an hour long classic that was cut short by fifteen nine minutes and thirty seconds. Never rang the bell. Nope. Usos jumped. Up. Evidently, the show was running a bit long. Hmm. And so we just went on ahead and cut that whole part of it. Yeah, we don't need it. <laughs> Which is fine, whatever. Lesnar, Theory, Rollins. We're getting to the main stuff anyway. Lesnar, Theory, Rollins, Riddle, Lashley. Lashley are in this matchup. Oh, Go real, ahead. Real quick before we start. For those of you who have been listening to this podcast from the very beginning, first of all, thank you. Second of all, hi, Mom. Uh, <laughs> but... I started something initially, which was a thing called Broverwatch, in which Matt Riddle made the claim, I will be the one to retire Brock Lesnar. And I said, on this day, I will be beginning Broverwatch. I have lost count of the days since that has happened, as it has been years. This is the match, ladies and gentlemen, where I thought for a split second, 
we could get our Brover watch. <laughs> we it could my my watch will end and like Joe John Snow before me. I can walk away. The thing about this match, I don't I don't hate the way it ended. I don't hate the way it went, but we booked Brock like he's a monster because he's a monster. Yes, and probably most one on one fights would end much like these one on three fights end. Not probably. They would. Unless yeah, it was Lashley. Nobody nobody can do anything with him. Yeah. So I didn't hate it because it is exciting as you watch this beast completely destroy things. Yes. But then when you look at it in hindsight, you go, I have Seth freaking Rollins, AJ Styles, Matt Riddle, in theory. Two, two Hall of Famers. Yes. One guy you spent the last year pushing. The almost that uh, was supposed to originally be the one who won the rumble. The rumble, supposedly, according Riddle to was supposed to run win the rumble. These three guys they performed extremely well over the course of this matchup until now. Lesnar throws Theory through. They protect Lashley because Lesnar throws. No, Rollins throws. No, yeah, Rollins throws Theory through the pod. He lands on on Lesnar and knocks him. Or not on the Lashley and then KOs him. Correct. Lashley has to leave. Because he's been knocked out. He's got a concussion protocol going on. As such, the belt's on the line and he can't defend it. Correct. So now we have this battle. And as soon as it's time for is there, there, is the like, second, to, it gets to the second to last pod to open. Yeah. And it's supposed to be Lashley. Lesnar ain't having it. He kicks the door open. He kicks the pod open, which we believe it may have already been cut. Yeah, it looked like it was cut open when they did the flashback. You can see the hole. And so then Lesnar comes out. And he literally pins Rollins, Styles, and and Riddle. Riddle took two moves or something. Yeah, hey, Riddle came close. Okay, he, he like not that close, but Overwatch continues is the point. Not only did he dispense of AJ, probably the greatest wrestler of our generation. Right. Not only did he beat him in one move, he threw him over the top rope out the door. It just dispensed him. And then you have, okay, so now it's just Theory and Brock. And Theory tries to run. And it, it was cute. It worked. I laughed. Yeah, I enjoyed theory, it. Theory got him in the ding-a-ling. Theory ran to the cage when it was open to try to get away. He was he was terrified. And then you know he gets pummeled. And then, like you said, the, the yam bag shot puts Brock on the defensive. The Nakamura special. And then once Brock is ready to attack, again, Theory tries to scurry out of the top of the cage. He actually fit through the top. And I thought, oh, he's actually leaving. Yeah, he might be leaving, right. And then Brock manages to scurry up so fast for a man his size to go up that cage like that. It pulls him down and, and, and manhandling a grown man on chains. Think about that. The strength that takes. Then gets him over there on top of the pod. F5s him to the, not the ring, the thing outside the ring. In the, I don't know what that's called because it's not the outside of the ring. It, well, it is, but it's not. Point is, it's a long way down. Then we get the one, two, three as well we should have. Yeah. Dead man. Theory is the only one who got to show any offense on Lesnar. Good for Theory. He got to show offense the entire, you know, he, he got to perform back and forth with Hall of Famers, with a, with a guy who seems to be a darling in the company, and with the Beast Incarnate. Yes. Goodness, they seem to like him. Yeah. He, Which they should. He's good. Yes, he, he got to run around with AJ Styles, Seth Rollins. That's, a, that's already, like, you're getting, like, a lot of, like, <laughs> veteran kind of telling you where to go kind of thing like on the fly and you're like kind of learning from them with them at the point of time so that's already you're gaining some like 
valuable. What's the word? Knowledge. Knowledge. Yes, it's good. And then I do. I you know I didn't think about it at the time, but now that you bring it up, it is weird that like of everyone to get offense in. Yo, should be. It's theory. Theory. He's <laughs> been hanging out with Vince. Now, oh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, that explains it. <laughs> the result of this: Lesnar versus Roman unify the belts at Mania. Who do you think goes over? Who do I? Is this me legitimately booking it, or like me thinking about it? Knee jerk reaction. Who do you pick? Knee jerk reaction. It's time for Roman's reign to end. However, is this the guy to do it? No. So I'm going to say Roman's going to probably be the one to beat him. I think it can't end. Here, because there's, again, there's only one guy who Kevin. I know, I and I've said this is got to be the one to be Rome. It's Biggie. Like <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would say this joke. I'm legitimate. I'm with you. I really it, believe it, it feels has like to be that's Biggie. the guy who does like that. He's gotten the backing. He's done all the work. He's done everything. He's the one who has the audience behind him. He's the one who can do it. Right. To me, though, the story you've told is that Roman Reigns is the most important thing in wrestling now. And even if Roman is to lose the belt next year at some point before he gains it back to go into Mania, supposedly against The Rock in Hollywood, it needs to be a scenario that isn't the biggest stage against a guy who has been the most important thing in pro wrestling whenever he wanted to for the last decade. That's not the guy. Because that's a... That's a changing of the that's a handing over of the torch you can't do that to the older guy roman has to win here yeah it's the big moment he has to solidify the belts if then they get split up whatever whatever that's fine he has to win here now you go into the next thing you have charlotte's gonna lose to ronda yeah sounds about right becky's gonna lose to bianca yeah we were talking about this everyone said at wrestlemania and like myself good justin rightfully angry i was not pleased with it bianca gets beaten 30 seconds or so or so, like the tape goes. How fitting it would be for Bianca to get the belt back, finally get her chance at redemption one full year later, be able to stretch that out for like thirty minutes yourself, and be like, "No, you don't get to like get the one up on me because you surprised me. I'm prepared now. I'm here to take." And this is would be literally, be it isn't a passing of the torch of being of like the same way that would be for Roman to someone else, but it's a similar thing of like. You're the biggest thing right now. I'm the next big. I'm the next big thing, and I'm the future big thing, and I'm the big thing after that. You're exactly right. Bianca has to win. Yes. Roman has to win. Ronda's coming back to win. Yes. She wouldn't have got. She wouldn't have left her house. To lose. Cody Rhodes is coming back to win. <laughs> now, what do we do with Cody if he comes in? We joked about like earlier about oh he's going to the Miz is calling Cody. The question does become is he really coming back for the tag? Probably not. Does he go after Sammy? Do you do you feed Sammy to the roadster? No, I don't think Sammy. I don't. I don't think the Intercontinental Title makes sense when Cody comes here. Right, you need. You need I don't think the, the title United makes sense. Yes, it does. Man. He has a U.S. Uh, thing on his neck. Yes, that would match perfectly. Yes, I feel like it has to be Seth because Seth Rollins is the face. When he was the champ, was when the fans of the Indies began to pick sides against the WWE. They still liked Kofi. They still liked. The, all of the women who were champions, Seth was the one who caught their ire. Seth has to be the guy that's the face of the company to face Cody because it can't be Triple H because Triple H isn't healthy enough, probably. Yeah, probably. And it doesn't really work either, as Triple H hasn't done much. And even in, oh, I think we understand what's going on behind the scenes, 
Triple H ain't really fighting for WWE's honor right now, is he? His yeah, whole company's been, over there on in it, over there on Dynamite and Rampage. He's been mute since this entire thing happened. He hasn't said a word. No, he's exactly he's quiet. Partially because he's trying to deal with his own health. I mean, I could be wrong. I still pray they figure out a way to get Seth Rollins into the match with Lesnar and Roman. I just feel like you have two days worth of shows. Right now, you only have one championship match. You can't take another one of your stars. I mean, if you take Seth's entrance, Cody's entrance, and the time the match—that's an hour out of your out of your wrestling show, as opposed to two days. If we had Triple H versus Cody, <laughs> <laughs> triple threat to be, to be clear, a week. Right? Fifty-eight minutes would be dedicated to Cody's entrance. <laughs> okay, so let's do this. That's a wrap, right? I believe it's a wrap. We covered the weekend wrestling as good as we could. We appreciate you. Next week, you'll get Jared back. You'll get Justin back. Nick, thank you so much for coming in while you're in town. It's a pleasure to be I here. I may tell you guys what I found out at Comic-Con. Is there were some people there. Pensacon. It was kind of neat. I said fun. it wrong. I say it wrong every time. It's Pensacon. I did get to meet a couple of people. They were very nice. So that was cool. Yeah. We may talk about that a little bit. And check out our friends at Data Smart. Check out our friends at the Gin Project. The G-I-N-N Project.com. And... I'm sorry, it's been a while. I have to. Blah, blah. Go home. Oh, no, it's not good. I've got to do it again. Go home. Oh, no. Go home. How about that? We're just going to keep saying.